We are live. I think it is episode 80. Wow. Wow. YouTube film. Welcome back. Can you, can you, they for sure can see me. I feel like I'm just sitting here on the. Yeah, they, they can see you, unfortunately. Okay. For them, probably. Speaking of unfortunately, my dad's in town. <laughs> Come on over, dad. Um, give you the nice middle seat. Yeah, I'll get the middle seat. As you can tell, this is prepared for three people. This is the Bro Mally show. Don't get it twisted. This is my coffee mug. Jokes. This is ours. You're going to have to talk pretty into these mics. They uh, they like when you're nice and close. You got stuff to say? You got anything people need to hear? I don't right. know if I'm in yeah. the picture. I'm sure you do. You, you don't shut up off the mic. Let's see if you can talk on a podcast. I'll probably be pretty quiet on the podcast and just wait for you guys. Conservative. You got to really talk into that mic, Father. I'm not kidding you. you okay, how's that? Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Now, how, now can you hear me? Can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah, but you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to stay there. Like, I'll the stay whole right time. here uh, the whole time. Well, you can pick it up, move it around, doing a line. No, no. So we're getting right, right into it. Biden or Trump? Who'd you vote for? I did not vote for Biden. Let's just say that. Really? No. I've never voted for me for anyone. I'd vote for me though. Can you vote for yourself, or does it have to be? You can write in. You can write in whatever you really? want. Really? Yeah. We should do that. I think at one time when Kanye was kind of messing around and saying he was he had like two thousand votes or like something very very. I'm minimal. voting Logan Paul. He's um, not old enough, so your vote is a waste. You still vote. watch the news? I do watch the news still quite a bit. It's just not as much as I used to. It's too depressing. It's depressing. Is it even that accurate? I mean, I heard, I think Sono, he was over in some other part of the world. He he went to Kuwait. He did something, something, something. He said after they left one of their bases, Russia took it over, and their propaganda was that they took out American troops or what? I don't remember right. exactly, but he was it's like... The first time he was like, wow, like the whole, that whole country's news they're getting right now is not even real. Like there's, no, I would agree. I was in California a year ago and everybody on the news says everybody's moving out of California. Uh -huh. The Uber driver said California's booming and drove me around to some of the places where these houses were going up. And so, yeah, the news will definitely not, it'll trick you a little it'll bit, trick you a little bit, Sean. And yeah. depress you a little bit. And yeah, depress you a, a lot. Bit. I have not been watching near as much. Been watching a lot of uh, YouTube stuff. Yeah, YouTube stuff. You also quit drinking pop for a month so far. Yeah, I blasted a 15 millimeter kidney stone in my left kidney. That was fun. Cause what? How old were you? Think? Do you think you were when you started drinking pop? Oh. It was just normal, like yeah. Water. My childhood was definitely. I mean, back not then healthy. they didn't say anything about. How, I mean, was it is was pop the same as it was back then? It is now, or is it more sugary now? I don't remember even seeing diet soda when I was a young kid. I don't even think diet soda is even better for you, technically, right? Everything you read, it's worse for you. Yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of research done on aspartame, which is like the main sweetener uh -huh. in diet soda, and there's not really anything that says yet that there's any negative effects on it. But really, like it's through huge researches because it's a obviously used everywhere. But but who's doing those research? Exactly, the they're, aspartame they're people. Maybe they probably hey money swayed because you drank pop your whole life pretty much. Now it's kind of affecting you. I mean, you also did some other unhealthy habits, chewing tobacco, smoke cigarettes when I was eight, smoking cigarettes in your smoke eight. rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How old were you when you stopped smoking, or was that just a couple? Oh, no. I started smoking when I was eight, and I quit when I was in the seventh grade because my brother <laughs> turned me on to uh, skull chew. Is that loud enough, Daniel? Yeah, for sure. It just seems okay. really weird. So then you started me. chewing and never really kicked that. No. Tried 6,400 times. Yeah. 
I, I always had to quit when you guys went through the D.A.R.E. program <laughs> because you guys would steal my Copenhagen and go hide it somewhere. Really? Yeah, because you were concerned about me. Well, well, we should be. You've been chewing it for 50-odd years. we got a hole in your lip now. Right. <laughs> we're talking with one of those here soon. My name. Is that right hard now. when you're a parent, when you know you did that stuff your whole life, like having to discipline someone and saying, hey, you can't do that, even though you did it your whole life? Yeah, it's do as I say, not as I do a lot as being a parent. But the kidney stone, let's talk about the kidney okay. stone. Okay, how was it? <laughs> so I kept getting a kidney infection. They couldn't figure out why I was getting a kidney infection. It turned in from a kidney infection to a bladder infection to a prostate inf infection. So when they kept giving me antibiotics, wouldn't work. They did a CT scan on my kidney and seven kidney stones, three in the right and four in the left. The one on the left, like I said, was 15 millimeters. Um, so I had to go in uh, two Wednesdays ago and they put you on a bed and they put you out and they blasted me 3,000 times on a certain level, right in the kidney. <laughs> pause and then they hit you another 3,000 and they had to do that up your butt right no oh no I'm no kidding, right kidding, on my kidding. kidney laying down on the kidney so where, where did they enter did they didn't they enter it just like a, a water bladder and they just thump it like one of those oh. hyperbolic guns right oh. more powerful they had to put you under for that yeah. all the way yep and they didn't feel any pain the next day they um, didn't or you didn't I didn't huh. they, they peed blood didn't. right when I got Ooh. done that was fun um, but a, so a lot of that you think come, came from drinking pop your whole life. Yeah, oh, for sure, hundred percent, and probably the Copenhagen. In Copenhagen and, and salt, a lot of sodium. But nowadays, you're eating a lot healthier. Try you lost some work weight. out, lost some weight. You said you listen to some meditations before you go to bed every night. Imagine, oh god, the my back's always been bad. Mm -hmm. I got a bad sciatic on my right side. My left side has been hurting for a year. I think it's this kidney stone because ever since then, I worked on your cars for two days. My back feels great. So I think the kidney stones had a lot to do with the lower back problems. Yeah, I'm Hopefully. sure. I'm sure. Um, imagine if you started doing these healthy habits when you were in young, in your 20s. Eight, like a lot of our listeners are young, pretty young, young bucks. And that's something that we kind of preach. Not all the time. Sometimes we get crazy and say stuff. But I always try to preach good, healthy habits and a good, healthy routine will completely change your life especially early on when you yeah. get those habits early on and you don't know much different you guys didn't have the internet you guys didn't have podcasts you guys it was you you had limited information growing up to whereas we have just insane like unlimited information not always good or bad but we have opportunities to be able to learn about meditation about eating healthy about the the how horrible pop can be for you or just all that stuff so fast we're food. we're lucky. Fast food is I mean that was probably normal for you guys. If, I don't think fast food was as bad back then when it first started. But then once it started popping off, they started wanting more and more and more and using worse ingredients cuz it was cheaper and advertisement and just yeah, so it started I remember you guys ate like crap when you lived there. Oh, whose yeah. favorite deal was it to put cheese on a tortilla <laughs> shell and just Roasted in the microwave. I mean, I think we, we all kind of did that. We ate some. Weird. I would do shredded. Sometimes we didn't even do a tortilla. Plate of shredded cheese, oh, throw it in the microwave for thirty seconds, Doritos. eat it with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. yeah, put some Doritos on there. Oh, got it. You guys running downstairs watching football all day. And yeah. Well, we weren't allowed to eat downstairs. Come on. <laughs> yeah. We had to sneak did. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were that was scary. We were. We'll get into a little sports action because that's something like when I think back, I feel like I don't have a ton of memories as a young buck. But all of them, or most of them, are sports-related. Right. Like, I remember... Camping. 
And yeah, camping for sure in the summer. I hated school. I don't, I feel like I remember this actually pretty vividly. When I went to kindergarten, I, I went in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. So you would have to bring me in the afternoon. And I feel like I remember like hiding under my bed and like just doing whatever I could to not go. Both you and Daniel. I hated Michael and Michelle are not as bad, but I remember Daniel's first day of school. We had to call you in sick because you're so scared to go to school. <laughs> yeah, like kindergarten? I, kindergarten. I, I vivid like randomly remember like one or two memories from kindergarten, but that's funny because I didn't, I've always liked school after that, I feel like. Yeah. No, I had to call Lucky. you in sick your first day. I remember getting to kindergarten and freaking out when you left. And then we were singing. I was sitting in the back, and all the kids were sitting around, and they were singing the monkey song. One, two, monkey, jump on. And then I was like, oh, and I kind of walked fun. over. <laughs> Who was your kindergarten teacher? Miss Hanson. Mrs. Hanson. Miss Hanson um, ended up being, like, my first grade teacher, I think. But my kindergarten was – I can't remember her name, actually. Oh. Mrs. K or something? Will J – or uh, Jim Darcy. Yep, Jim Darcy went to Jim Darcy. Mustangs. I remember we – I was so excited to play football. Fifth grade, you're allowed to play football. <laughs> Made the B team. <laughs> cannot you, I know. you cannot not make the I B team. I know. It's the A team or B team. I'm pretty sure I was B team in sixth grade, too. I don't think you made it. I think that's where we put you. Oh, well, it just happens. Uh, Bob's Valley Market. Bob's Valley Market football. You coached there for a long time. You liked, you liked coaching. I did. I did 10 years of small fry, basketball, football. I coached everything. Yeah, that is. I remember you coaching basketball at Jim Darcy. I remember co- coaching football. Uh, I have pretty vivid memories of playing traveling basketball, traveling around Montana, traveling baseball, going to Idaho and and doing stuff like that. That was always really fun. Those were, that was so fun. Traveling basketball was my favorite. I remember we were in Missoula at a traveling basketball tournament. Uh Grandma, my mom was with us. She gave you like twenty dollars to go to the mall. Oh, I remember this. You're rich. Yeah, yeah. twenty bucks, and she's like, "Do get food. Or something really nice, or something, yeah." And you come back with a subway foot long sandwich, <laughs> and it says points right down to your wiener. <laughs> it said five five dollar foot long or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like sixth grade, and you were wearing a coat, and Grandma's like, "What'd you get?" And I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> you remember you wearing that in Vegas? <laughs> oh, yeah. Five dollar foot long shirt. I do remember that. People kept getting pictures with you." You couldn't have been more Little than like twelve. God, I'm going to one of those surfaced around. That. That's funny. That is. I funny. remember Grandma just looking at it. And, oh, that's cute. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Sean. Yeah, but that is funny. I don't know what was going through my mind back then. I don't. I don't. I don't. I was thinking this morning about <laughs> Elena that how fast life goes. There's no way Michael's 34, and there's no way you're. Is he 34? No, he's like 32. 33. He was born in 90, so he's 32. 32. So you're right. There's no way he's 34. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> but my point is that I don't. I bet you think it was not too long ago that Elena was born. Yeah. It's just crazy how fast life really goes. Yeah, she's so almost crazy. two, which just doesn't even make sense. I'm right. like, what? It's, yeah, it's mind-blowing. Did you – I know Sean says sometimes he didn't know if he was, like, ready to be a dad and it kind of came out of fast and he grew up. But when were you ready when you had Michael? Or was it kind of like, oh, no, shit? No, I was living in Miles City, and, and when your mom told me, yeah, I was not. I was not disciplined. I was – because you were how old? 25. Oh, you were 25? I was partying way too much. And your mom I think that's kiboshed on that. Thank God. I think I was 26, maybe. But yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I feel like I was super lucky because the financial freedom I had, not stressing about diapers, not stressing about any of the financial things, which is like when I was, I knew I wanted to be a dad. And I was like, how? I, I mean, I remember saying that when I was like a oh, yeah. teenager, yeah. 15, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be a dad. 
And I would always think like, God, diapers are expensive formula. Like that's, I would think like that. So I was l- super lucky when Danny told me, I was like, well, couldn't, uh, couldn't come at a better time for me. Yeah. And it was pretty I was tight. Lucky. I was the only one working. Your mom was going to nursing school. So things were pretty tight, but yeah, once you get that, that first born in your hands, it's <sighs> insane feeling. Yeah. That t- little tummy tickle you get every day. Yeah. Like when Elena does something, they're just like, whoa, you get that. Every, like when you're not a dad, you get that every once in a while. If you watch a really good show or just something happens. But every day with Elena, I'm like, whoa, that tickled my tummy. Like that was so cute. Yeah. When you get in with work, you want to get home. You want to get home and see your kids. And yeah. Pretty exciting. And I've been lucky with Danny's mom being full-time nanny for us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So when I do go train twice Monday or train Monday and then train in the afternoon, then I come home and I get to see Elena. It's like the best ever because I hadn't seen her all day. And I know she's with someone who's taking care of her as much as and she love her as much as we do. I think that's that's important important too that you know where your kids are at. I remember Michael moved to Milo or to Helena with me when I moved to Helena from Miles City. Your mom was still in Miles City. Uh-huh. And Michael had baby asthma really bad, so he had croup all the time. I was always taking him to the emergency room. Well, I found, after researching 10 different daycares, I found this 70-year-old lady who's been doing it her whole life. Her dad's a pediatrician. And I said, the one thing we can't have is cologne or cigarette smoke around Michael. Uh-huh. She guaranteed it. She's like, I'd never do that. And I snuck in there at noon one day to pick up Michael early. Uh-huh. And I walked in the front door. I looked in the back, and the there was a kitchen and right off the kitchen was where all the little kids were eating and she was in there while they were eating smoking a cigarette and I Oof. lost my shit yeah and that's tough because all night long I'm taking Michael to the emergency room and I remember taking him one time he wasn't breathing croup's the worst I had him in the back seat I was in Billings I had to rush him to the ER and I was looking in the rearview mirror and he looked at me and, and he couldn't breathe and he oh. said dad I, I don't think I'm going to make it this time and those are the scariest Jeez. times yeah that would I can't imagine that that's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. Now look at him. I even coached football in Miles City when Michael did was you? a little turd. Why did you love coaching so much? Just being around. I think when I got into law enforcement and I was able to get around happy kids, healthy kids, and, and decent families, it was a relief because of the destruction and nasty mm. stuff I saw every day to go out onto a football field and see a bunch of kids happy and you know being with friends and not sitting in that disgusting house with addicted Ooh. parents or I want I want to get into that too the 20 years in law enforcement but before we do that let's let's talk about uh the any more sports memories I remember one time I got drilled with a baseball at shortstop pretty sure it dropped <laughs> do you remember that no. I, I thought you <laughs> finished off a double play though Oof. I remember I, I I hit some sweet plays. I thought for sure I was going. My first thought I was like I'm gonna be in the NFL, and then I realized that nah, I probably won't. Maybe I could be in the NBA. No, maybe the baseball. And yeah, I probably. Well, I still think I could have went pro in baseball. Jokes. But speaking of basketball, real quick, who is the pig horse champion in the family? For Honestly, some reason, you do always you do always win somehow. I don't right. know how. Right. But yeah. Daniel. I know. You do. I don't know how. I mean, we haven't played I, I in a while. Do. They're not real shots. I mean, and he shots. plays it like a wussy. He yeah. shoots one footers and, and you can't and then you miss him. <laughs> trick shots behind the backboard. <laughs> and then you just kind of like, oh, I can make that. And then you mess up. Um, I remember like at Jim Darcy playing football, but also whenever you guys would drop us off at school, the rare times we didn't ride the bus and you guys would blare the SpongeBob, the SpongeBob <laughs> theme song oh, or, so or like a Britney Spears song. And I'm like, Oh, that all my friends are out in the field playing, and you're dropping me off right there. And you and Michael sometimes. It was yeah, I I do remember that too. 
I remember something, and I'm not quite sure I got it if I just exaggerated the hell out of the story over the last 20 years, but you were playing baseball. Uh, E-Step was your coach. And, and you didn't see eye to eye to E-Step? No, it was basketball. No, this was in... Baseball is Ben Anderson's coach. Ben Anderson's dad. Okay. All right. It was one of the coaches, and you had a tough time with some coaches. but All of them. You were batting right-handed, and you, st- you were like strike two or something, and you looked over at the coach, the third base coach. And you switched and batted left-handed, uh-huh. and you smoked a home run. No. Yeah. Well. He didn't hit home runs. Did you ever hit a home run? <laughs> I don't remember hitting a home run. Look at you. You ain't got the power for That's a home run. That's not true. I can crack home runs. But left-handed, I don't know. I was more of a bunter. You had speed on the bases. I did. I could run. I think I was the only one hitting home runs. No. You hit home runs one tournament, finally. Yeah, and I hit like six of them. Three. There was a diving catch I made under the lights in Idaho. I remember that, too, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good, fun memories in sports, for sure. For sure. And we all exaggerate, especially as a parent. You do, yeah. Oh, you will. No. When you have kids, you'll exaggerate. And we were in Red Lodge, and Uncle Richard was way drunk. Oh, yeah, he told me. (laughs) He he was telling his buddy about Sean, and he said, I remember one time at the house, Sean jumped off the balcony, or the, the deck, Landed on a trampoline, did a double flip, landed on a double-decker trampoline, <laughs> did a flip back onto the first trampoline, and then landed back up on the deck. And I was looking at my brother like, how in the hell would you think anybody would even believe that story? But his friends believed it. So. I mean, we did have the double-decker, but it wasn't next to the deck. No, deck, you guys no. never jumped. We did some crazy stuff off the trampoline. Yeah, trampol- I remember I did a double front flip, and then it was your turn, and you did a f- double front flip and kneed yourself in the tooth, chipped your tooth, and gave yourself a black Yeah, eye. and I woke up upstairs. Yeah. Let's talk about the truth with you guys making Michelle jump off the roof. I really want to know that. In the truth. garage, we had a, what yeah. is it, a four or five foot, one of those p- pools. It was about a five foot blow, like five inflatable pool. pool. It was right. big. Shayla climbed, we said, if you climb up there, you have to jump in the pool. And she said, okay. So she's up there and she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to. So we took the ladder down and we said, well, you have one option. <laughs> we had to tell him how old she was. Probably like, what, eight? Six, seven, Six. eight. <laughs> I mean, it, she ain't five feet. She's not jumping yeah. off and landing straight onto the ground. She's going to absorb, you know, the water and it'll be. Well, how high was it on the peak of the roof? It wasn't, it wasn't that high. What, 10 It was at the end of the roof because you don't jump from the top. It was at the end of the roof and the pool's right here. Yeah, what and she like? jumped off, said she broke her ankle, <laughs> and then she told it on us. We said, oh you better not gosh. tell on us. And then mom's like, no, the neighbors called and said <laughs> they saw her. You, her, you guys made her. Like, it was we that. saw her little footprints going into the house, and they were wet. Mom still to this day says the neighbors saw Well, you guys her. weren't even home. I remember, I remember I had, if me and Daniel were home and Shayla or whatever, we'd always have to unplug the line at the phone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to call mom. So it was premeditated. You were going to... No. No, well, that, was, that, was just, that was pretty much every time we got left alone at the house. We would unplug the phone so we couldn't call yeah. each other. <laughs> but I yeah. remember just being pissed off at Michael and Sean and trying to look at Lincoln Road to see one of your guys' cars coming like five miles away. I would try to see the car and I would just cry in front of the big window waiting because something... Well, Michael, one time when me and Sean got in a huge fight, he like split us up and he had us write notes to each other. And so Sean's in, I think, my room writing a note and me and Michael are in the living room and we're just sitting there. He's like, all right, well, if I catch this fly, you have to eat it. And I'm like, okay. Like, no way in hell he catches this fly. Boom, catches it. (laughs) And I don't oh. even, he made me eat it. Oh. He actually made me swallow a fly whole. Yeah, I think I remember. I remember one game that. Michael loved to play was we'd start on one <laughs> side of the living room and we'd have to run to the other and he would get a hit us with pillows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just hurt us. One time too, we were jumping on the tramp, 
I don't. I think we were pillow fighting or something. Yeah. Oh, I think. And you yeah. got a headache, and I said, "Just go take a couple ibuprofen and come back out." Oh, it was in the middle of the dark. It was like six it of was us, pitch black. all jumping on the, we're just swinging for our lives with these pillows, and I was hurting so bad. And you're like, "Just go take some ibuprofen." Ran in, popped two ibuprofen, came back out. Or when we were to war, we were playing football. Me, you, and Michael, we'd play football outside all the time. Yeah. And then Michael would say, "I'm gonna go poop," and we're like. Oh. That means we're done playing football. <laughs> yeah. He'd sit we'd there sit, for hours. We'd sit out there for like 15 minutes. Like, you think he's coming back? Yeah. Nope. I remember Damn you it. going outside to play football with him, and I could look at my watch, and within two minutes, you're coming in pissed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm like 10 years old. These guys are eight year, four and eight years older than me, and they, and they, they didn't, you. they didn't care. They no. didn't act like they didn't let me be a younger brother. They took me on seriously, and so what I was always getting bullied. The time camping a boat, and I used to pull you guys on the inner tube all day long. Yeah. For hours. And every one of you guys, I'd be pulling you guys. Every one of you guys would stand up on the inner tube, yawn, and act like how boring it <laughs> is. And then I would dump your guys. Yeah. I'd dump you hard. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I remember uh, Brecky. Gunner. Oh, yeah. Gunner. He, he was, was boating with Gilman. No, we dumped him one time. Wasn't oh, it? Really? Yeah. I don't Going into his senior year, him and Gilman were riding with their buddies, and he took like a serious hit, and, right. and he had a concussion or something. Those are fun times. Yeah, camp, camping, good memories, good memories. Uh, UFC 279, this is driving me crazy. People are saying, I, I think even my dad said it. Oh, it's got to be a setup. It's got to be a setup. Oh, you, people are, I mean, I think that's kind of trending right now. People are going back yeah. and forth. I just don't understand. I don't even get how people would think that UFC would do that. Well, why did, in the first place, I didn't even know D-Rod and Holland were at a catchway. Why were they at a catchway? Because D-Rod, it was short notice. Remember, they booked it like three weeks. Oh, okay. And D-Rod said, I can only make 180. Okay. And Holland said, cool. But Holland fights anybody anyway. Yeah. He didn't care. Um, no, it was just, I think it's just so crazy that people want it well, to Well, look at this. Setup. Look at this fight card coming up. UFC 280. My card. Me, Peter, TJ. Like, we're all similar weight classes. But Neil is fighting uh, Gomrat or whatever. Yeah. Charles. All, well, they they put similar weight classes on fight on just in case. the same card for that reason for that reason. But you think UFC's thinking, okay, let's screw Nate Diaz over, give him Hamza for his last fight. And then at the end of their, but their grand plan is to actually, let's have him go out on a huge win. Yeah, that's Realistically, true. they're trying to have him go out there on a loss, have Hamza win, build a huge name off of him beating Nate. They're not having Nate try to be his last fight in the UFC and get to go fight Tony for, a, a, had a pretty good chance of winning that. So people that say that just dry, it's just crazy. I don't but think I really said I think it was a conspiracy. I said I think I keep hearing that. Yeah. But then when I listened to Dana White yesterday, I'm like, how in the hell could he have organized a conspiracy theory like that? They have There's just no way. Every weekend yeah. they're yeah. trying to book so the busy. biggest best fights, and it's sweet that they got that done for us fans Insane. to watch instead of being like, well, Nate and Hamzat's not fighting, so <laughs> now we just have Tony versus Jingling and Hamzat or and Kevin versus Dirah. Like that card would have sucked. Like that's a not a pay-per-view. Yeah. So the fact that they could turn around and do that, Insane. we're so lucky that the Uf Dana White runs the UFC the way he does because he makes stuff happen. He made that happen within hours. Look what he did with COVID. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Got put fights on with COVID. You're going to Abu Dhabi, yeah? I'm going to Abu Dhabi with a couple of buddies from uh, Helena. I leave in 21 days, three weeks from today. I will be wow. gone. I think I might leave. In it sucks because... I'm getting my flights, flights figured out right now. Instead of flying to L.A. and then flying to Dubai and then going to Abu Dhabi, I'm going to have to fly to Chicago 
and then Abu Dhabi, which it kind of sucks, but could we be worse. Fly from Helena to Seattle, Seattle to London, London to Dubai. Ooh, yeah, that could be worse then. Our flight wasn't bad at all. It was a thousand dollars for the flight and the hotel. Insane. Yeah, that's that is that is really weird. You might want to make, make sure, sure you book. <laughs> no, we don't. booked everything right. <laughs> Spirit Airlines, you're gonna be flying the plane. Yeah. Did you, after watching the Hamsad's fight, I wanted to get back to that. Did you realize, like, damn, I think we were giving Nate too much of a chance? Because me, even me and you were, like, maybe in the third or the fourth or the fifth round, Nate. But after watching Hamsad, I'm like, thank God. Uh, if Hamsad didn't finish Kevin, though, he, dude, it looked like his, he was putting a lot into that. What if he could have gassed? There's always the what if. He looks terrifying, though. Yeah. He looks like, I mean. Have you ever seen someone who can come in, like, in, even in training with you, like who just dominates a wrestling like that, who just has that kind of. There's guys that have really good wrestling, but he has really good jujitsu too. That's like he's a good grappler. There's some guys that have really good jujitsu, not the best wrestling, really good wrestling, but they they don't can't submit you on the ground. He's he's good both, which is a, a problem. But the thing is, is I don't know. He says he doesn't want to fight Robert Whitaker, which is obviously a 185 weight class yeah. above because he's a nice guy. But, dude, I, w- I was rewatching some highlight stuff of Robert Whitaker versus Yoel Romero. I bet Hamzat's like, yeah, I don't want to fight Robert no, Whitaker. That dangerous. I don't think Hamzat's made 170 because the fight when he fought Gilbert Burns, he did the towel thing where he lost five pounds with like yeah. that. This fight, he came in eight pounds overweight. So I don't even know. I think, I mean, is his next fight going to be at middleweight? Should it be? I, I think, think UFC should, be, should probably say you have to, but they also like this guy's potentially a massive star and if he thinks he can make 70 and that's where he can be the most dominant like colby versus hamza be so sweet i just don't think we get it because i don't think yeah. he makes 170 so what happens with his purse his money purse if he doesn't make 170 the thing usually if it's well, when you miss by that much weight the fight you can't like nate couldn't have fought him commission, commission wouldn't yeah. have let, done that but usually you get fined 20 30 percent whatever it is uh goes to the other fighter yeah well actually i think most of it goes to the commission which is ridiculous it's Whoa. just yeah it's stu- so stupid but hamzat didn't get his he didn't get any reaper he got to fight kevin holland which was a little bit probably harder fight maybe than nate but got paid the same pretty sure uh yeah no fines damn um yeah you see the up kick to the liver by that girl yeah that i was mean, pretty interesting that was crazy. It just shut her off. Like, boom. Yeah. That yeah. was the first ever up kick body to the, shot. Yeah, to the body. That was crazy. I think people are going to try and replicate that more. Is that like a – when you're swinging from an up kick, do you I really I mean, when I'm on the ground and I'm having my foot cocked back and someone above me, I'm trying to kick their legs, kick their body, or kick their head. So I, it's but rare. You think you're aiming more so, or is it kind of like I'm hitting whatever I'm hitting? I'm hitting I'm, – I'm going for – I'm trying to stomp their knee in if I can – yeah, I'll keep them in the body, liver ideal, chin. So you're kind of aiming, but also just throwing it up there. I used to do that against you on the couch. No, you I would curl into a ball. Sometimes I'd throw some up kicks from the couch, though. No, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think you made that one off. No. Nope. I, I want to say, what, what is next, what's next for Nate Diaz? It's got to be Jake Paul. I wish. He sounds like it, the way he was. But he didn't want to say it exactly. He like, didn't say, he didn't even say his name in the post. He fight. didn't even say what sport. Technically, yeah. he didn't say he wanted to go to boxing. He did. Yeah. He probably did that. His his people probably around him told him just to. But it's got to be. There's no really other. He's not going to. That make makes box. sense. Yeah. It it's got to be me, boxing. It sounded to me like he was making his own fight team, his own kind of like a fight club. Opposite of the Ultimate Fighters, so maybe a 
competition to something. Like a cuddle fighter? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has people around him that that are like, hey, dude, let me use your name and your brand and build something. But you're just never going to compete with UFC. Bellator is no. the second. PFL is kind of trying, but you just no one's going to be able to compete with UFC. It's the top dog. But some some promotions can still profit. They're just not gonna be as big as UFC. Right. There will never be another UFC, I'm sure. But if Jake goes and beats Silva, don't you think Jake would wanna? Do you think Diaz is an upgrade from Silva in terms of boxing, or do you think Jake would kind of look past that and be like, I want it? No, Jake versus Nate would I think would happen. I think it could happen regardless, depending. I mean, if Anderson knocks Jake out, probably not. If it's a close fight, I think Jake versus Nate could happen. Jake wins. Jake versus Nate's happening. That's a money fight. That's a for both guys. That's a. I don't know. Is that a million pay per view buys? Could be. You never know. Millions crazy. Yeah. Like Jake versus Anderson. I wonder that what that'll do. Is that fight here in October twenty ninth? Yeah, in Phoenix. Yeah. Week after Sean's fight. I know seven days. Hmm. Seven days. God, I fly the next day after uh, the fight. I'm like, God. I wish I could stay at least a day. I mean, I guess I could. Oh, uh, you're flying right out s- Sunday. Yeah, I'm gonna be so sore, dude. It's like I'm I'm planning on it being a 15 minute war. Like right. I plan on leaving there, so very sore. So I'm like, God. But well. if you do have like injuries, even like an ankle or anything, like don't they? You can't fly it's with bad, a serious yeah. injury. Yeah, that would suck to be stuck down for anybody. Not yeah, you, it would suck. But I mean, with Abu Dhabi, I heard it would be the best place to be stuck at. They treat, just you, treat like you royalty. Like, yeah, they're gonna call me His Highness and stuff. <laughs> that one time we went to Bahrain was pretty trippy, huh? That was Holy. a lot of fun. That, that was, was a trip. Because it it's like a third world country, but also a billion dollar billionaires everywhere. Right. Like the kids that were working at the fights in the bathroom, like no shoes. The bathrooms were disgusting, but then the arena's sick. It was weird. All those skies, or all the, what's the thing they build skyscrapers with? Cranes. All the cranes out it there. Was there was insane. Like everywhere. Hundreds everywhere. What was weird to me was the amount of security at that fight. But Conor McGregor's coach was there, and then Khabib was there, so I could see it was right after their fight. Yeah, I guess you were. Yeah. The security was insane. No, before their fight. Or no, they no, hadn't even fought their yet. Fight. No, no, it was after their fight. No. Was it? Yeah, it was definitely after their fight. That's why the security was so tight. It was after Khabib jumped over the cage. <laughs> oh. It was shortly after that. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty crazy trip, Bahrain. You had to fly just in the. Well, that's how you're flying this time too, huh? Just economy. Yeah. yeah. So you'll be in the bed. I'll yeah. be in first class, chilling, business class, one of the two. They wouldn't I have let me to, up though. there to say hi to you. I know. I asked if I could switch seats with you. Emron, I told Emron about that. He's like, "Well, your guys' seats, you can. You should. You just not to listen to him." But I think if we would have pushed it, we probably could have done that. But I wasn't pushing too hard. I was like, "Are you sure? I can't." Okay, <laughs> dang it. They said no, Dad. <laughs> it was like an hour before we landed too. Yeah, well, I wasn't got too into the food. The food was food not, sucked. Yeah. Where is it? Hotel stunk a little. They like, had a weird cologne yeah. smell. Is we had that a little close Starbucks down there. It was kind of cool. To yep. where Dubai and Abu Dhabi is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait to go to Dubai. We're gonna Tony and I are gonna spend a lot of time in Dubai. I actually just got offered this guy. I guess he's a billionaire. Just like this, cl- he has this crazy octagon above on this mountain ab- overlooking the ocean, and and said we got a private cush, got a private house for you and the team training the whole time you're there. So I might, cause I'm trying to get a, I need a kitchen in my hotel room, cause I still have to be strict on my meals, and I don't, I just have to have a kitchen. So if I don't have a kitchen in the hotel probably just stay in dubai 
Um, yeah, it's like a 20-minute drive to Abu 50. Dhabi. 50, I said. Oh, yeah, I think I, I saw. 20. I think I saw 50. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, are they? Are the COVID protocols? Do they have every like 48 hours you get tested? Dang. I was listening to this even guy to fight. On, I was like listening to this guy on Rogan for everyone that's there. If you went, your dad's going. You have to get 48 hours. Um, but they were saying how the f- when they first came out with the tests, there was like 40 something cycles, and it was like 90 percent false positives. Everything, everything was saying positive because the test was su- at such a new. No, it was such a. It shouldn't have been. The original t- the the original test that that was for was not to to um see if you could have COVID or not. Like it was already made for something else. It could detect a different sickness or whatever. Yeah, the flu or anything. Yeah. I, I I wish I could remember better what they were talking so about. Pretty much, if people were sick any in any case, they were pretty much saying COVID. But how COVID was like, they weren't. They were making people get vaccines, not. Because they care about the safety, they care about people's health, but because it's the, it's all about the money and the and the the pharmaceutical companies and the the vaccines making money. Because if they really cared about people's health, they would have shut down fast food. They would have you know done a lot of other stuff before. Like, oh, we care about your health. Make sure you get the vaccine. Like, that's not what they cared about at all. It was money. It's no crazy. It. More people are starting to realize that. No, 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 no. I thought you were about to drink that. I was like, you have tuned. <laughs> I don't like doing that. Um. So, yeah, you were a, a cop for long. I have ve- I have memories at Le- in Leisure Village. So, I must have been three or four. Wow. Really? Yeah, I remember our dad leaving and me screaming, crying. Didn't want him to go to work late at night. I remember that hallway. I remember the two bedrooms. Weird. I was so little. Uh, I remember that. But you, you drove a cop car for how long? That's when I was, I was a reserve deputy then. Okay. I didn't go full time till we built the house. Okay. But I was yeah I was a reserve deputy. I was when I got hired full time I was only on the street for three years and then I went to narcotics. I was a detective for seventeen of the twenty years. Oh wow! I guess I didn't really realize that. I thought you were more. I thought you drove around the cop car a lot more. You you probably would have thought that as a when I was a reserve in Leisure Village because I'd bring a cop car home all the time. Yeah, that was crazy being a cop. Cop kid, huh? Yeah, that was so tough on you boy. and tough on Michael. It was really tough on Michael. Yeah. I think because I coached all of his friends, and then when Michael would go to a high school party, uh-huh. they thought he was going to snitch him out because <coughs> they were drinking or smoking weed or whatever, so yeah. Michael really never felt it. He tells me that. He says that he just got tired of it, so one day he went in there and just started pounding vodka. <laughs> and didn't stop that worked out well. For a long time. Yeah. I remember all the teachers and parents calling me on, not so much Daniel and Michelle, but you and Michael. Your son's smoking weed. We can tell your son. Not me. Yeah, because of your eyes. And it used to piss me off so bad. You and Michael have that doggy, droopy kind of eye. No, I feel like Daniel I did. Do. I never did. There's oh, no way they would touch Everyone always me. asked me well, if I was so high. you so goofy that I think they think you were high. Really? Oh, yeah. people told me all the time how drunk you were, and I was like, all the time. That's so funny. I was like, dude, I, I know literally didn't drink, drink till I was 21. I lived here or smoked. And and anything until I moved down to Arizona, which is crazy. I didn't even know that. Oh, it used to piss me off. So I remember one time. And Michael, Michael, though, I mean, <laughs> Michael reminds me of it all the time. But I kept getting calls at Michael Stone, Michael Stone. I called him one day, and it was on a Friday. I'm like, "Hey, where you at?" And he told me. I said, "Meet me up one of the gulches." And he's like, "For what?" And I'm like, "Just meet me up there." And I went up there, and I remember telling him that I don't believe it, but I'm tired of parents calling me telling you're stoned all the time. Uh-huh. You're gonna do a piss test. 
Oof. He was so mad. He did a piss test. It came back clean, and he's never forgiven me for that. <laughs> Rightfully so. I get it. I understand it, but I just got tired of parents calling me all the time saying that your kid's stolen. But what about Michael being blacked out us in high school? Yeah, that's the thing. About I did parents. hear about that, Man, though. I don't. I, I remember don't know Mrs. How Crouch. I that. Or no. Mrs. Crouch. Yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Or, Crouch. Yeah. She cuz she was like the detention in school she detention loved teacher. You guys. Yeah. Oh she was gosh. so cool. She's pretty much one of the reasons that I even was able to get through school at all, but she said Michael would come in there pretty much blacked. I don't know. I remember running into Riley at like 7:30 in the morning at a convenience store. I was probably getting a soda. Riley was getting a big jug of orange juice and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, me and Michael just drink orange juice." <laughs> No, I, I don't know how the hell I was so naive. <laughs> You're like, okay. But they were mixing it with vodka the whole entire time. Blows me away. That I mean, hey, that's how you got to get through high school. I should have started that too. Probably would have <laughs> been went to school more. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you are who you surround yourself with too. For the most part. I mean, I was around people that weren't bad, but they weren't like mo- super motivated. I still always went to the gym, always trained. Like when I was 16, 17, 18, I hung out with, I guess Cody Webster would, would train with me too. But like Chet, Brandon Weiss, Alex Nickerson. Just game, doing nothing all day. Yeah. But I would always still go to the gym and, and do that. But you Daniel had a good group of That's friends. so crazy. We all had such different groups, <laughs> groups in high school. Yeah. You were hanging out with the jocks and the sports guys. Yeah. I'm, I those mean, were the cool ones. I wanted to hang out with those guys, like Gunner and Aaron and Kale. And I just, we just, didn't, we just didn't click for whatever reason. And then I hung out with, yeah, like Cody. And me and Cody were goofballs. Elias. Yeah. Michael had a good group of friends. Corn dog, no Riley and uh, I can't remember some of their names, but Chad. I remember Michael went to a football camp for the Grizzlies going <coughs> into his junior year, and hearing that Michael just lit it up as a linebacker, knocked some pretty pretty big kids down. Michael came back that week and said, "Yeah, I'm going to play soccer, not football anymore," oh. and it was because Riley and those guys all liked to drink, and Michael knew he could get away with being drunk on the soccer field <coughs> more I so than football, huh? I remember those guys warming up. We'd travel to Bozeman or whatever. Michael would have his shorts hiked all the way up to his tits. Yeah. And his <laughs> friends would too, and they'd have these crazy socks on. And for warming up, they had to run across the court or the field. And I'm just looking at him like, why in the hell? All the parents are looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with this group of kids? <laughs> and that, well, that was Michael. I mean, they, you're not going to embarrass Michael. No. He's still like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, now that he's at this apartment, him and it's just him and Zay. I'm hoping we kind of talked about Michael a little bit on here. Has Michael been on? Or no, he was on Tim and I's. No, once. yeah, he hasn't. Been We're gonna on. get him on here too. Hopefully, he'll give now him something like some look forward mics. to. You know, maybe the comments can really encourage him. They can either really hurt someone or really kill someone. But I feel like our group of people hear Michael's story and uh, we'll we'll have really good comments. But he needs he just needs to get a job and work and have some money income. And I feel like he'll give him some motivation. But just getting him to go to work is the thing. Well, I think not being an addict ever and not my biggest pet peeve working narcotics was comments like, I can't believe that lady gave her kids up for dope. It's yeah. just not true. She didn't give her kids up for dope. Dope just got a hold of her. So yeah. I think, you know, I told somebody not too long ago, man, you must be super proud of Sean. And I'm like, you know who I'm super proud of is Michael. Michael can do methamphetamine down here. Michael can sit here and sell ounces of dope all day long very easily make two to three grand a day he's struggling he has no food he has no money his car no insurance no gas can't even buy anything but he always has a pack of cigarettes anyway he always (laughs) has a pack of cigarettes but how hard would that be for your mind not to say i'm just gonna go he was slinging a lot of meth 
from yeah. what I hear in Helena. But um, for him not to do that down here, yeah. that, that takes more willpower, desire, and it's his love for his son that's, that's keeping him from doing that for sure. But, man, every day he struggles, and it would be so easy for him to pick up a couple ounces and sell it and be back in the game. But he knows that lifestyle got him into some serious problems. Yeah, no, that is that is impressive. It's weird because I remember completely detaching from Michael when I lived here and he lived there. Like, if you ever called me about Michael, I'm like, well, he's probably gonna be die. I had I was completely detached. I was ready for it to be like, hey, Michael's dead, and yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, it's not gonna really affect me right now because I've pretty much he's been dead for like five years to me. I don't talk to him. I know he's doing drugs. It's like, but now when he came down, it's so crazy. Even when he comes out here and we're just talking out out back in the backyard, I'm like, what the hell? This dude's still kicking somehow, and he's sober, and he's Surviving. still little. I mean, still thinks I'm on the Illuminati sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> I think that's just the. It's coming out of him. It takes over a year to get that crap out of your brain. So. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, get him a job. I mean, he's got his Prius. He lives right across the street. His mom, mom does help him with Isaiah a lot. Like he would be screwed without that because she does have him a lot. And then, hopefully, just get him a job. Maybe working with Schmitty. I think that would be fun. Yeah, he'd be great. He in needs a, a good store. friend. He needs a friend. Yeah. He needs like some uh, a friend that's gonna motivate him, or at least you know, not make him just sit around and do nothing all day. I think when it's just him and Zay now, it's gonna be a lot different. The stress level is gonna be so much lower. Yeah, you know, not having two other kids in the house, not worrying about food, and but well, they're probably gonna still worrying about food. I'm gonna help him, but I don't want to overhelp him to where it's just like, oh, well, I don't have to do anything, and there's food in the fridge, and right. I don't have to do anything. The rent's paid. Like. I just have a car out. Like I don't want to. Oh, that's the fine line of trying not to help him too much because then it's just you become worse for him. Yeah, yeah, which is the worst. We got Song versus Corey this weekend. I forgot we haven't even talked about that really. I think Corey's gonna take it, but I'm not counting Song out. It's gonna be a good fight. I think Song's ranked number something. Corey's ranked number like three or four. It's a good. It's actually a decent little card they put together, but a lot of a lot of up and comers on the card. Who you got for off the top of your head? For Corey Song. Corey Song. Who you got, Dad? I know you don't even really know him. Corey Sandhagen. Oh, I know Corey. Song. Sandman. Song Yudong. I'm going with Corey. Yeah. yeah, he's coming off two losses, but to two freaks. I mean, he'd be, I, in my eyes, the thing about Corey and I, what's different, and he said, I, I seen an interview with him, he said he doesn't like how I handled my loss against Cheeto and stuff. Yeah. The difference between me and Corey is, like, his fight against TJ, I watched that, I thought Corey won. In Corey's mind, he lost. I would be like, you guys can say I lost that fight, but I won. I beat TJ, and he's fighting for the belt, so whatever. I'm like, and I would, I would. That's how I would feel. I won, and I'm not saying mine's right or his is right or wrong, but he's, he's like, yeah, I lost that fight, but dude, I'd be like, I beat him. And then I, that fight against Peter was super close, and he took it on short notice. But uh, I don't know. He, he's fight, yeah, coming off two two close losses, really to the like, the best guys in the world. And Song's still only what 24. Yeah, Song's young. I don't even know if he's 24. It might be younger. He feels like he's been a veteran in the UFC for a while now. He's only 24. Yeah, he's 24. He fought Kyler. Kyler beat him. Beat Marlon Moraes was his last fight? Or Casey. Or he beat Marlon. Casey. He beat Cheeto. Beat Casey Kenny. Beat Marlon Moraes. Beat Alejandro Perez. He's beat some good guys. Had a draw with Cody Stamen. He's beat some. Uh, he's got actually a really good record. How tall is he? I don't know. Is he 5'8"? Five eight. So yeah, that's gonna be an interesting fight. Five rounds. I'm taking Corey. How tall is Corey? Corey's my height. That's we have like high. similar builds. Um, Andre Feely, Bill Alago. It's gonna be a fun fight. 
I'm not really familiar with anybody else on the card. Aspen Lads there, McMahon. I don't know. It'll be a be a decent little card, I guess, but nothing too crazy. Poirier versus Chandler got announced for um, UFC 281. That's a coin flip, dude. That's gonna be Michael Chandler has came into the UFC and just oh yeah, he's on fire. Gangsters. So it's Al- Alex Perez or Alex Pereira versus Izzy for the belt. Mm-hmm. Chandler versus Poirier. Who else? They add? they I gotta think, add another big fight. They add they, Burns versus Masvidal. I want to kind of almost see Burns versus Hamzat in a five round. No, I don't. I would rather see Burns versus Masvidal. That would be sweet. Uh, Let me see if they added anyone else. Rescheduled uh, Sean Strickland versus Jared Cannonier. Thank God, because I want to see Jared Cannonier punch a hole through Sean Strickland. <laughs> oh, they added a uh, Sparza versus Whaley for the women's strawweight. Interesting. Um, has Bula a five-year contract with UFC? That's real, then. Yeah, I guess. What I is he gonna do? Just go to the fight. Social media aspect of it, I guess. I, don't I guess really he'll probably be at the fights. I'm gonna square up with him. Yeah, I think it. I think he has a lot of pull, not in America as much as like Russia and these other countries. People love him. I wonder if he's getting paid. Probably. That's crazy. I mean, obviously getting paid. I wonder how much. Uh, Elias Theodore died age of 34, I think, liver cancer. Yeah. I I heard something about the the COVID vaccine because random, I don't know, healthy guy. He didn't tell anyone. It sounds like it was just super quiet. Boom, happened. That's Rest in peace insane. to Elias. Was it a heart issue? No, I think it was liver. It was a cancer of some sort. Oh. I think liver. NFL season's here, boys, and uh, I've already lost money betting. I've already been lost money. That's because you listened to Warlag. Well, I thought the $250 where my team goes up by seven, you told me that was pretty safe. I bet on the bills, though. I, think, I thought you, you had to rent. bet on LA. Or no, the, you could bet on either money line. And oh, Warlag told you to bet on the Rams, and I bet on the bills, so I made oh. money. I thought I had to bet on the Rams for the for that specific no, no. opt-in. It was either money. They're doing the same thing tonight for the Chiefs-Chargers game. 100 bucks. 250 250 is a max wager. <laughs> but it's a little bit harder. The thing on Facebook, it said, if you live in the Dallas area and you own a Dallas jersey, come to work Saturday because we're going to need you on the field Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that must be funny. tough for you guys being it Cowboys sucks. fans. I'm a Buffalo I, Bills I disassociated. I, I could easily be swayed to be a Buffalo Bills fan, too. Seriously, Why? Quarterbacks from Wyoming. He's oh, stud. they're good. They're good. They they're win born. games. <laughs> All right. Win your money. Okay. Opt in. I'm opted in. That's for the Ch- Chargers Chiefs. That's tonight. But the thing is, if you throw, what are the Chiefs right now? Minus 190? Because you have to bet on the money line. Minus 195. So you'd have to throw $195 to win 100. But if they go up by seven at any point, you win that. But if you throw. 100 on the Chargers at what? Are they plus 165? So 100 makes you 165 rather than you're risking 195 to win 100. Oh, I hate betting. It's going to be a close game. I hate betting. I'm 1 0 picking, but I don't know if I This one's going to be hard. Who is it tonight? Chiefs Chargers. Rivalry are we doing game. mini golfing tomorrow for Alana's birthday? We are. I yeah. told her about it. She's she, a jack. She liked my card? <laughs> yeah, she was laughing so. <laughs> oh. She was so embarrassed, that I, like in a good way, just like a funny way, because she kept coming up to you and being like, "Oh yeah, what Alana are you? was." I was. It was weird because Friday night was Alana's, or no, last Friday, you guys had a party up here for Alana's birthday. All her friends, a bunch of her friends came. Um, Schmidt and the boys, everyone was drunk, except for me, so sober as could be. And I was, I was still able to let loose and carry. I was yeah. still singing karaoke, 
And Danny, Danny's like, are you sober enough to do? I'm like, Danny, I'm 100% sober. Say like you're acting drunk. I'm like, I know. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> well, that's why people probably said in high school you were always drunk. Yeah, that's drunk. a good point. I mean, I, I just, but at first I was like, God, like I wanted to be buzzed up with everyone. I'm so much easier to let loose. But I grabbed that mic and I sang our song as a slamming screen door, sleeping out or sneaking yeah. out late. So I was able to have fun. <clears throat> but that was, yeah, that was really fun. But yeah, Alana kept coming up to me and she's like, if someone asked you, who's Alana to you? And I was like, oh, Daniel's girlfriend. And she was so <laughs> mad at me. But I said it like I had the right answer. Daniel's girlfriend. She's just so mad at me all night for hours. Like, would go up to me and go, I'm like, sorry. She's like, I'm your best friend. I'm like, I know. And then she would ask me and then I'd answer it in the right way this time. I'm your best friend. And then she would still, it's like. It was funny because she did that to Riley and Gio too. And they were like, Daniel's a girlfriend. Oh, she wanted them to be like my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Because they wanted, but that's funny. She's funny. We're boys. We're not smart. Yeah. What was the deal with you and the stop sign? And I was just trying to think of that in Helena when I got oh, a call from God. a dad that's saying, aren't you oh, a cop? Yeah. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, then why would your son be putting a stop sign on my front door? Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and my buddies, I don't remember exactly how the story went, but this girl, <laughs> it had to do with the girl. I don't remember exactly why we were putting a stop sign on there. We took the stop sign out of the ground, went and rang the doorbell and put it in their doorway. And yeah, they we didn't think. I mean, they had four kids and little kids, and we're it's late and we're ringing the doorbell. And yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. Those probably right. weren't really. I remember we were driving on the S curves with, I can't remember if it was Cody or one of your other buddies, but there was doing construction on the S curve. Uh huh. And you were like, roll down the window. And we started just dragging the cones and we tried to bring the cones in and we wanted to go put the cones somewhere. Yeah. I don't we know why we did that. We definitely did a lot of that. Me and Alex Nickerson would go and block off random roads just like at night, like 11 p.m. at a stop and just block off a road and watch <laughs> so cars turn around. And we thought it was the funniest thing ever. So cops kids are the worst. Yeah. For the most Some part. of them. Yeah. Nature, we got to get going here because I got to go to practice at 11. That was fun. Thanks for being that on. That still fighting. Huh? We'll have yeah. to do uh, yeah. Love you guys. Love you too. We'll have to. I want to get Michael on here because I feel like I like, I enjoy doing podcasts. I look forward to them. Um, you know, that's why I do too. I do one with Tim, one here. So I think if Michael could start looking forward to doing one too and then kind of get some good feedback that it would be something they look forward to and it would help his sobriety out if you could yeah. help other people out That's yeah because i guarantee a lot of people listening to this right now are battling addiction and addictions i mean i'm addicted to coffee it's just thankfully it's not the worst addiction ever could be worse a lot of people are addicted to alcohol cigarettes Nicotine. the thing that drives me the most crazy is those vape pens there's yeah, me too middle schoolers hitting those vape pens and nowadays they're 20 years old and they're still hitting the vape pen because they started when they were so young and they're so bad for you and they're so unattractive and just like I don't know why I just have like it's so early on we really don't even know how bad it is for you well, but it can't be good filling your lungs up with that just yeah it either. sucks but but Michael yeah can help a lot of people I think and because if Michael can change from where he was at the guarantee you guys watching this aren't as bad and if you are you know at least Michael can show you some hope but I gotta go into training episode 80 wow. was a banger I'm out doses See ya.